Welcome to the Amboss International Podcast, Beyond the Textbook. For today's episode, our guest is Amboss Medical Editor, Dr. Cristina Moreno del Castillo, and I am your host, Amboss Physician and Partnerships Manager, Dr. Tanner Schrank. Every medical student is faced with a choice after medical school, to enter residency and practice medicine in the clinic or not. Some graduates may be drawn back to academia, becoming lifelong students and improving our collective understanding of medicine. Some find that careers in the private sector outside of the clinic are more appealing. Today's guest has walked all of these paths. Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Would you mind letting our listeners know a little bit more about your journey through medical school and how you came to be a medical editor at AMBOSS? Of course. So I'm from Mexico. I studied med school in Mexico. I did my residency in Mexico and then I did my international health master's in Berlin. Mm -hmm. Then I also have my medical license to work in Germany. Uh I wanted to study medicine because I loved science, biology, chemistry and physiology and the understanding of the human body. But as soon as I entered medicine, I realized there was so much more to it. Mm -hmm. Medicine is also about politics, public health. And human interaction, doctor-patient relationships, and of course, medical education. So I really enjoyed my medical studies. But right before I finished med school, I had the feeling, you know, I don't think I know how to treat patients yet. Okay. I really want to focus on improving that. And that is how I did my internal medicine residency which was tough and intense, but totally worth it. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I finished residency, I think I was a bit burnt out. I had seen a lot of patients. I felt like I had learned a lot, but I also got frustrated with treating individual patients over and over again for the same conditions. I wanted to have like a larger impact. And that is when I found out about international health. Hmm. Then I did a master's in international health. It gave me a great overview of public health, epidemiology, tropical medicine, and also the importance of medical education and capacity building. And as soon as I finished, I heard about AMBOSS and I thought, well, this is a great fit for me. And I can apply all my knowledge that I've acquired from different areas and hopefully have an impact on the way clinicians provide medical care. Cool. So let's talk about this internal medicine residency a little bit more. Yeah. How did you decide on that as a specialty? Well, there were different aspects to it. I was really drawn towards internal medicine because of the fact that you get to see individuals as a whole. You get to see all organs and systems, but also you have to take into consideration a patient's context. Right. And you are sort of a generalist that coordinates with subspecialists and with the patient themselves. Mm-hmm. And it fulfilled two other criteria that were very relevant for me, which is that it's not surgical. Uh, I admire surgeons, but I cannot do it. (laughs) (laughs) And that I wouldn't have to treat children. Oh, okay. Kids are great, but I prefer treating adults. Wow, that's very interesting. A lot of doctors I talk to, they're like scared of kids or something. All the vitals and all the measurements for kids are like opposite of adults. (laughs) So it's a little daunting. (laughs) Also, you can't negotiate that well with the patient. Yeah, they can't tell you what's the matter. It's 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 definitely difficult. (laughs) Yeah. So what part of internal medicine specifically really drew you in? There was not really like a specific field that I wanted to focus on. What drew me most was the challenge of diagnosing diseases. 
Ah. And understanding diseases, because in internal medicine, you often get patients with no diagnosis and you get to diagnose a patient from the start. Mm-hmm. And many diagnoses are pretty straightforward, but there's others that are way more challenging. And it's great because you don't have a magnifying glass to see anything inside of what's happening with this person. You have to interpret like signs and symptoms and lab results and imaging, and you have to put everything together. Mm -hmm. And I felt that was really exciting. So it's sort of like being a detective. Yeah, it is. You get to put together this puzzle and then help heal these patients. That's really cool. So a lot of students wonder about going into internal medicine. For those still deciding, would you give them any tips on how to choose a residency? Yeah, I mean, I would say know yourself and trust yourself. And what I mean is trust the things you like and don't be afraid to ask questions to people who are practicing. Mm-hmm. Because you may think you really want to be like this or that doctor because they seem great to you, but maybe the everyday work is not for you. Like for me, surgery. I admire surgeons. I think surgery is great, but the everyday work was not for me. Mm-hmm. And also consider what sort of patients you would be dealing with. For internal medicine, it's a lot of patients that are 50 plus. Mm-hmm. And so if that's not your type of thing, then maybe reconsider or if you want to be in the hospital, if you want to be in the clinic. Right. It's a really good point. I think medical students can sometimes get lost in the details or the glamour of the job and they don't really think about what am I doing on a day-to-day basis. Exactly. Yeah, that's really good to keep in mind. And if students want to read more, there's an article on the Amboss blog about choosing a residency. But let's move on to after this clinical experience of yours. You said that you did a master's degree in international health, right? That's right. What was that like? Well, I was really happy to be back in the classroom full time, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It was a great experience. I gained a deeper understanding of epidemiology and public health. I learned a lot about public policy Mm -hmm. and I learned about inequities and structural discrimination and United Nations Sustainable Development Goals and how your social context influences your health. So for me, it was a great experience and it was really eye-opening. That sounds hugely important. And I don't think we get enough coverage of that in medical school. So it's not only looking at the differences between cultures, but also policy. So it's about healthcare systems across different cultures. Okay. It's about international cooperation, Mm -hmm. also humanitarian work. Mm Mm-hmm. The program I did was divided into epidemiology, health systems, and tropical diseases. Ah, So you really get a very good overview of many problems that occur globally. Mm -hmm. You get to study with such a diverse group of students and everyone is sharing their own experiences. So you Mm -hmm. really learn about like different challenges, different health systems, and amazing programs or programs that don't work. Yeah. Where did you study this? I studied this master's at Charité in Berlin. Okay, that's so cool. Yeah. And then you said that it was broken up into three different sections, epidemiology, health systems, and then tropical diseases. Yeah. When I think of international health, I think of tropical diseases. And we really don't get enough education on that in medical school, especially in med schools in the U.S. and in Europe. So what did you sort of learn about tropical diseases? So we covered tropical diseases by continent. 
We also covered neglected tropical diseases. But, you know, what I learned is that tropical diseases is a term used to describe the diseases of other areas, I feel. Yeah. Tropical medicine is just medicine. Right. Of course, part of tropical medicine is traveler's medicine. Yeah. And that is important for countries that don't necessarily have certain types of diseases. Mm -hmm. But it's also so much more. Yeah. That's a really good point because you can fall into this trap of othering people based yeah. on where they live. And in my last year of medical school, I did an international elective in Mombasa, Kenya. And I saw a lot of new diseases to me, but the doctors there thought it was nothing different. Exactly. They're experts. Yeah. It's so eye-opening. So then after all of this, you began working at AMBOSS. Yeah. What do you do now as a medical editor? I work on articles for the U.S. clinician team with a focus on internal medicine. Okay. Yeah. And so what we do is we write what we call clinician content, which is basically content that will allow physicians to diagnose and treat patients. Everyone on our team has clinical experience. Okay. So we really know what makes a resident suffer. <laughs> we really try to structure our content and decide on what we want to include in our content. Thinking about this young physician who needs to know about a disease at 2 a.m., maybe yeah. they're on call. They really just want to know what to do and what can wait. Wow. Yeah, that's really interesting to think of the articles on the Emboss platform as coming from a team. Personally, I would assume that it's like a textbook where like there's an author and they're the expert on all of this and they write the whole thing. But of course, we have an entire team dedicated to this. And so you can bounce ideas off of each other and maybe you disagree on certain things or what's most important for a clinician to know. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's the team that focuses on student content and focuses mm -hmm. on everything that is relevant to the USMLE questions, mm -hmm. which is super important. But the team I am currently working with, we focus on the treatment of diseases. Right. Okay. So when you decide what article to write, how do you decide what to cover? It's a huge project. There's product managers and there's editor-in-chiefs and content leads, and they decide and prioritize what student or a physician needs to know. Mm -hmm. And that is how we decide on the content that we need to cover. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense then. It's a whole team with navigators. And yeah. It's really cool to see behind the scenes because people just see the finished product. But I like to know where it's coming from. Yeah. You can be sure that at least three medical editors and a copy editor are looking at the work yeah. so that it's not only medically accurate and relevant, but it's also written in a way that you can understand it. Yeah. And then... As if that wasn't enough, you also published the AMBOSS One Minute Telegrams. Could you tell our audience what those are? Yeah, of course. So the One Minute Telegram is a free newsletter email that we send out every two weeks with summaries of three recently published articles and high-impact medical journals. Okay. And what we do is we summarize them in a way that you can really know what to take away from them. You know, like what was the study design? What was the population, the main outcomes? And what we think you should take home from this. Okay. I just saw one yesterday that was about coffee. And I was very yeah. interested in reading about this. <laughs> about sweetening your coffee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So how do you think that these can help new doctors? Well, I think navigating the amount of literature that gets published every single day 
can be really overwhelming. It can help you stay current, mm -hmm. but it can also encourage critical thinking, encourage critical appraisal of medical literature. Mm -hmm. Another plus is that we always link out to our related AMBOSS articles. In case you're reading about physician burnout, you can go to our articles that we have of navigating difficult situations during residency or life of the resident and just like have a look. Mm -hmm. That's really helpful to have it all in one where you can just read the study and then read up more if you want. Yeah. So how is your experience in med school, in residency, in studying this master's, how has all of this affected your medical editing and making the one minute telegram? It shapes it completely. I mean, it has helped in many ways. What articles we choose for our readers, but also mm -hmm. in, it really helps in shaping the articles we write for AMBOS. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like my whole education, residency and master's has provided me with the tools that I need to analyze and like critically appraise literature and then turn it into something that our physician can use. Yeah. Nice. My last question is, if you could give our listeners any advice on studying or caring for patients, what would you say? There's so much more to medicine. Clinical care is obviously really important, but there's a lot more. Mm -hmm. So it may be worth exploring for some of our listeners. Yeah. It's a good tip. One thing that I would encourage people to do, like I know our listeners are super busy and mm -hmm. they're tired, but I would say whenever possible, allow yourself those extra five to 10 minutes to connect with your patients, to really listen to their stories or concerns, or even explain a concept they are struggling with. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we think things are very clear, but we have to remember that most patients don't have a medical degree. Right. And they're sick and they may be scared. And this can really help you establish a good relationship, build trust, even get more information you need for your diagnosis. And it definitely improves quality of care. Wow. I think that's really helpful for people to just have that reminder. So, Christina, thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing your experiences and tips. I'm sure it'll help our listeners become better students and doctors. Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. And thank you for listening to another episode of the AMBOSS International Podcast. In today's episode, we found out about becoming an internal medicine resident, what international health means, and how physicians can use our one-minute telegram to improve their practice. To read more about these topics, please check out the links in the description. And if you have any specific topics that you would like to hear or you have questions that you would like to ask, please get in touch at int.podcast at amboss.com. And don't forget, you can check out the Amboss platform for your medical studies and sign up for a free five-day trial at amboss.com. All information about our Amboss podcast and the Amboss platform can be found at go.amboss.com slash international podcast.